Is America's power transmission grid at risk of a cyber attack? An expert calls for action now, before the lights go out. With the details, here again, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Eduardo Cotilla-Sanchez is an associate professor in the School of Electrical Engineering and Computer Science at Oregon State University. Professor, your recent research examined whether hackers can target smart meters, that is electric meters on individual homes, to destabilize an electricity grid. How do hackers actually take control of an individual electric meter? We've known for some time that there's many devices that are susceptible to cyber attacks, and it could be, you know, smart meters, electric vehicle chargers. And having that knowledge, there's been some research recently on the computer science area where they have shown that these attacks are possible. So in our work, we know that there's also possible physical attacks to the grid. For example, we've heard some bad actors going to a substation and shooting at the transformers and things like that. So the idea here was can we combine the two and understand how a cyber attack could become a physical attack and destabilize the grid in ways that we haven't seen before? Is it possible to use these devices as kind of like an entering point to propagate through the grid as a physical threat? Would a hacker need to be relatively nearby physically in order to take control of a smart meter? In theory, no. You know, it's also true that, you know, different areas and different groups of meters, they might have different manufacturers, they might have different types of how they are connected. So, of course, some sort of physical proximity might be needed so that they can launch the attack. But, you know, being a cyber side of kind of like an entry vector to this attack, it could be done remotely. How can a group of smart meters take down an electrical grid? What do they do to make that happen? Yeah, so if we flip some switches on and off, the grid is able to absorb a lot of different changes. For example, at the end of the day, when we don't have solar panels producing as much because the sun goes down, the grid is able to adapt very quickly to changes. The idea here is that there's a lot of devices in the grid that they have dynamic controls. Some controllers that they are operating different types of loads, they operate and control different generations, how they dispatch and how they react. So all of these are dynamical systems. If the attackers coordinated a very fast switching of multiple devices, this actually introduced Think about some sort of interference into the grid physical controls, and there are certain types of interference, as we are calling it, that could be very threatening to this type of control and essentially amplify. So essentially imagine generators kind of like talking to each other and say, well, you are dispatching up and I'm dispatching down, but then I'm getting like mixed signals. So essentially we will start having some rolling blackouts because the devices Essentially, they are confused with these signals that they look like oscillations. How many smart meters would a hacker need to seize in order to do something like this? We found that less than 2% of meters having this type of oscillation could cause enough damage to propagate into the rest of the system. If something like this did occur, how big of a geographical area might be affected? It's hard to say, but the grids are interconnected and synchronized. So, for example, in North America... Everything west of the Rockies is the western interconnection. And then we have the eastern interconnection. And then we have Texas. 
essentially we were really talking about you know a good chunk of the country. I assume that it is possible for power companies to do something to try to prevent this, right? Yes, we hope so, and that's the intention of all of these studies. The ways in which, of course, we can protect is improve the devices themselves to make them less vulnerable to attacks at the device level. But one idea that we were suggesting in the paper is, well, if we have some schemes that will be able to detect this type of oscillation coming from the load and making a decision very quickly of, okay, this is not how a demand should behave in a neighborhood. There are also wide area protection systems. So if we design them well and say, this looks a little bit suspicious, maybe we can isolate this portion of the grid or reduce the load, disconnect a portion of the grid so that that threat does not propagate. That's the ultimate goal that we have here. Eduardo Cotilla-Sanchez, Associate Professor in the School of Electrical Engineering and Computer Science at Oregon State University. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much. A pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.